Hello and welcome to the San Marcos Business and Community Podcast, brought to you by the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce. I'm Chamber CEO Rick Rungaitis, and our guest today is Maria Nunez. Maria is the uh, City Council member representing District 1 in San Marcos. Maria, welcome to the podcast. Good afternoon, Rick. Buenas tardes. Thank you for having me today. We have, uh, well, thank you for, for taking some time out. I know you're very busy. Uh, you're the owner of Nunez Law Firm in addition to being on, on City Council. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the time that you take, especially in the world we live in now. I think it's so easy for people to sit behind their social media posts and all that. And, and I, I give kudos to everybody that goes out there, whether it's city council or school board and, and, and really going out there to make a difference. So thanks. Thanks for doing everything that you're doing for the, for the city and and for your district. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, For me, it's really such a great opportunity to always share about my personal story because it is so fantastic in so many ways. And as you said, so San Marcos, Um, but ultimately I am a product of of San Marcos, which I'm so proud of. But I'll begin with um, how I arrived in in San Marcos and how my family and I really have uh, lived here and have made San Marcos our home. So I got to San Marcos in 1981 when I was eight years old. Um, I have five sisters, so I'm one of six, all females, two years apart. And I was raised by my mother. We were all born in Mexico. She made the tough decision to come to the United States. We had an uncle who happened to be living in San Marcos at the time in 1981. And this is where we arrived and we were able to move here. I think at the time in 1981, we probably as a city had a population of maybe around 10,000. Yeah, I was going to say in 1981, San Marcos looked much, much different than it does today. That's correct. It was very much an agricultural town, just like a lot of North County. But especially in San Marcos, we moved to District 1. We lived in one of the few apartment complexes that existed at the time. So I grew up at the Olive Tree Manor next to San Marcos Elementary on San Marcos Boulevard. And uh, at that time, we had City Hall didn't exist as we know it now. The Red Barn was there. (laughs) Um, so very different. We had the poultry ranch at the time. A lot of the District 1 families lived at the ranch, worked there long before the university, I think, was even conceived by anybody. Uh, so very different. I can't even, I, and I can't even fathom what San Marcos would be without that university. It's just, uh, it's amazing. Absolutely. And so for many years, obviously, I, I stayed in San Marcos. I, I went to San Marcos Elementary, went on to San Marcos Junior High. Um, it wasn't even San, Mar- San Marcos Middle School at the time. I got to go to San Marcos High School, graduate from San Marcos High School. We didn't have Mission Hills at that time. Went to Palomar College for two years, did my two years, and uh, eventually went on to Cal State San Marcos. And at the time that I started at Cal State San Marcos, they didn't accept freshmen, so I transferred as a, as a junior. Um, I was able to graduate from Cal State San Marcos. And all this time, I lived in San Marcos, and I eventually got to go to law school. And I say this every time, but if there had been a law school in San Marcos, I would have gone to (laughs) law school in San Marcos. And it's absolutely true. I do love mentioning my path and my story because I'm one of those individuals that if it wasn't for the community college, 
that we have here in our own backyard in our city, Palomar College, I probably would not have been able to obtain an undergraduate degree. I probably wouldn't have been able to go on to to law school and be able to graduate. And it's true for me, it's true for so many of our families, so many of our students. And I know it's such a pathway for students to really um, get that higher education, be able to stay here and be able to go on to Cal State San Marcos and do other great things. And so I know I'm just one of so many other students that really have benefited from from having these institutions in our own backyard. It's hard because not, you know, not all students have the same opportunities. And, and I, I know, I know Palomar College did a great job with, with getting uh, uh, laptops and be able to get those to students that, that needed those because, you know, your, your first thought is, okay, well, we're going to have to do virtual learning. Well, not everybody has the capabilities of doing virtual learning. So I know the college did a really good job in, in getting those laptops to to students and and I think both I know I know both the college and the university do a great job whether it be you know with um, you know working for those uh, those in need from a food stand from a food standpoint as well so uh, there's there's many things that those higher ed institutions are involved with in San Marcos. I couldn't agree more especially since we've been under dealing with COVID and the pandemic um, I can't say enough good things about Palomar College, for instance, because I personally have been on the front lines on um, trying to help bring resources to our residents, to, to our community members. And um, I know Palomar College has stepped up in a big way. They've been hosting a, a food distribution, gosh, probably over a year now, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And it's something that I was able to um, volunteer and contribute. And I know so many of our residents, not only in San Marcos, but throughout the region that have really not only needed that assistance, but has been there for them. And so I'm really appreciative that we have these partners that are willing to step up. Yeah, it's great to see a community work together. That's for sure. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, law school. So what what prompted you and what was the... What was the thinking at that time that you wanted to continue your education and, and pursue your law degree? That's a great question. I didn't have a lot of resources growing up. I didn't have any attorneys in my family. In fact, I didn't really know anybody that had really gone to law school. Initially, it wasn't something that I thought really that I could do or that it was even uh, something that I should be thinking about. Uh, but the one thing that I knew that was always consistent out of all my sisters, I think I was the one that was the strong-willed child. I was the one that would stand up to our mom <laughs> and say, well, that's not right. That's not fair. Ooh, so were you, are you the middle sister or the youngest? Or? So I'm in the middle. Okay. So I have three older sisters, two younger ones, and... Um, I think I was the only one who would normally stand up to her and question her. And uh, that was unusual. <laughs> <laughs> How did she respond to that? Um, well, she didn't like it. She didn't appreciate it. Uh, but I did it. And then I quickly realized that once I, I started engaging in school, and as I got older and I started working, I was the one that coworkers would come to me. I'm having a problem with this, or what do you think about this? And so I noticed this pattern 
that I was sort of a go-to. I was that trusted person or probably not even trusted. I was probably the one that was willing to stand up and say something, which is also not very common in a sense because those of us, I feel that, that want to right wrongs, it's not easy to do. It's not an easy thing to a lot of times go against the grain. So I think as I got older, it started to be something that I started to think about. I started like, well, maybe I should think about a career in law. So in a sense, I I knew, I think in my heart and my gut that it's something that I wanted to do. I just wasn't quite sure how I would get there. And so once again, to bring it back to Palomar, when I graduated from uh, Cal State San Marcos, I enrolled in the paralegal studies program at Palomar College because I wanted to see, can I even tackle those classes? Um, Am I even interested in really studying law? So that would really give you a good idea if it's something you actually did want to pursue and and if it was something that was the right fit for you. Exactly. So I went back to Palomar College, and I did their paralegal program at the time, and of course I loved it. And I knew that that was the path that I wanted to take. But see, once again, it wasn't something as obvious as, as maybe to somebody else who may have had a, a relative who was an attorney or somebody that could guide him in that sense. For me, it was just a different path. But once again, we had the resources here in our backyard, in our community, that I could do that, right? For a small right. fee, I could enroll in a, in a paralegal class. And really, after that, I knew it's what I wanted to do. And then my focus shifted to trying to get into law school. We're talking with uh, City Council Member Maria Nunez. Tell us a little bit about about Nunez Law Firm and and what what, what type of law you practice and what, what your passion is with regards to that. Thank you. I've had a really great career. Not surprisingly, it has not been a traditional career. I started law school, and I'll just warn those young students that are thinking about taking a year off. Um, I graduated with my undergrad degree, and I thought I'll take one year off of school. And then before I knew it, it had been five years. So then Mm. finally I decided, well, I've waited long enough, so I'm going to go back to school. Um, So I did. um, I graduated from California Western School of Law in 2004, So I was a little bit older than some of the other students that I started law school with. What I noticed with my colleagues is that they knew exactly what they wanted to do. They knew that they wanted to be a judge. They wanted to work in a particular field, very passionate. And I didn't really see myself having that clear vision at the time, but I knew I wanted to stay in San Diego. And of course, I wanted to stay in San Marcos. (laughs) To be blunt, I didn't care who hired me as long as I got to stay in San Diego. (laughs) So I got hired by a very small firm in Del Mar, a lot of litigation. So doing a lot of civil litigation. It wasn't really what I was expecting to do. I had worked in the finance industry. So my thinking was maybe I'll go work for the SEC. Maybe I'll work for a broker deal. Uh, broker-dealer, excuse me, wasn't really thinking that I would become a civil litigator. But once I went to work for this firm in Del Mar, which I'm so grateful that they hired me, I learned so much and I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And the reason for me it made such an impact is because I was working with individuals. I really got to see up close 
what their lives looked like. I got to see what their problems were. And we were there to help. And so for me, that made all the difference in the world. And that really left an impact. Later on, I went to work for other firms. I worked for some insurance defense firms in town, and I hated it. (laughs) So I knew that I wanted to do my own thing, start my own firm, and that was my goal. And so what, and when did you start your own firm? Early 2008, before our market collapsed. <laughs> of course, none of us knew, at least I didn't have a crystal ball. I didn't know what, what was going to happen at the end of that year. I knew that I had to do something different. I didn't want to stay at the firm where I was working. And um, so I decided to, to go off on my own. I figure the worst that would happen is that I would not succeed on my own. And then I would have to close shop and go back to look for a job. Mm -hmm. And I thought, eh, I've found a job before. I think I can find another (laughs) one. And I've never looked back. It was the best decision that I ever made. That's great. Let's, uh, let's talk about the city council. So how did, how did that come about? Was it something that, um, did you ever think of yourself as, as being uh, getting into city politics and, and, and running for council and, and being on the city council? Or, or tell us, how did, it, how did it come about? The short answer is no, absolutely <laughs> not. It was not something that I was looking to do. It was not something that really was on my radar. In fact, I was asked to run for city council, so let's see. I was elected to the city council November of 2018, and I was asked to run by several individuals probably a year before or so, and I literally said, thank you, but no thank you. I have things to do. (laughs) So it wasn't something that really I was actively pursuing. It didn't become something that I thought I could do or that I should be doing probably until early 20, 2018. And in a sense, it was a very difficult decision to make for me because it wasn't something that I was actively looking to do. But at the same time, it was a decision that was already made for me. And the reason I say that is because the 2018 election was the first election as a city we had under districts. As part of that process, District 1 became the majority Latino district, which is the district that I live in. And so really, I won the lottery. So I had the right address to run for District 1. And I say that a little bit, but that's why it was a burden that I carried with me. And it's one of the reasons why I was willing to to run for office. And so let me explain that a little bit. Remember, San Marcos has been my home. I've been here for about 40 years now. I've grown up in District 1, right? I attended District 1 schools. And uh, when we had the opportunity to finally have representation on the council that really has been missing, once I found out that nobody from our community was going to be running for that seat, it became really obvious that it was something that I should be doing. Because remember, once again, I had the right address. Right. And so it was, it was a big decision. But at the same time, I thought, my team thought, we have nothing to lose. And we have everything to gain. Um, so it was a very interesting time for myself, I think for the district, for 
um, the community that I've grown in, um, grown up in. Well, and, you know, kudos to you because I think you do a wonderful job representing your district on the city council and, and kudos to the entire city council. I just, I love the opportunity when I talk to council members and the mayor, just to thank them for everything that um, you all have done, uh, especially during this pandemic. Uh, it's been, um, I, I don't think there's another city out there that, that is with the speed that the city came out with, with the business sustainability program, with the $3 million, the amount of loans, $3 million at the time, um, you know, was unheard of for a city the size of San Marcos. And then to, you know, be able to turn, um, turn those loans into grants. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of places that they talk about helping business owners, but um, San Marcos certainly uh, walks the walk and, and that doesn't just talk the talk. So uh, thanks for everything that you and, and, and your um, colleagues on the council and the mayor do to, to help small businesses in San Marcos. Thank you very much for that, Rick. Um, I agree with you. I feel that I personally am so fortunate that I get to live in, in this city, in our city, and obviously so, so grateful that I get to represent um, on the city council. And not only any seat, but District 1. I'm so proud of that. I know it's been challenging. We've had some difficult decisions to make. We've gone through, right, the last year and a half of COVID and and really just having to pivot so quickly and um, and make decisions that um, I don't think any of us imagined that we would be making. Uh, certainly I didn't in 2018 when I was making the decision to run for city council. Uh, but at the same time, I'm so proud of, of the city staff, the council, because just when we think that we've exceeded our expectations, then it happens again. So it's really, it's just such a great experience for me and I'm very proud of it. And I think we're going to continue to exceed expectations. And I don't say that lightly. Um, I look at some of the surrounding cities or, um, and they're having problems yeah. and problems that I think are in a way self-created um, obviously with my colleagues on the council, we don't always agree. And I don't think any of us expect any of us to agree all the time, but I think we, we definitely agree on the important issues and the important decisions that have to be made for, for our city and for the residents. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think you guys all do a really good job of putting the residents first and, and really what is best for them. So we certainly appreciate that. Um, I haven't put in the 40 years that you have. I've lived here for nine years, uh, but I'm so glad that when we settled in uh, North County that we settled in San Marcos, it's, uh, it's, it's been great for, uh, for, for our family. And then from a chamber's perspective, it's been uh, the partnership that the chamber has with the city is just makes uh, everything better for our, for our chamber members and our local businesses. So we, we greatly value that, that partnership. So thank you for that as well. No, and thank you for the work that you do. Congratulations to you, council member Ed Musgrove. Recognize you with our Smile Award. Thank so you. Congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you. It's a great honor. I pre really appreciate it. It really shows the work that you do for, obviously, for the businesses, but I think it definitely translates to the whole city. So, so I definitely appreciate it. I know as a council, as a city, we we appreciate the work and the the close relationship and the collaboration. Well, thank you. We're we're in a good place.
<laughs> so uh, thanks so much, Maria. We've been talking today with City Council Member Maria Nunez, uh, also the owner of Nunez Law Firm. And uh, really appreciate you taking some time and, and joining us on today's episode. Thank you for having me. And thanks, everyone, for listening. You've been listening to the San Marcos Business and Community Podcast presented by the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce. And don't forget, every Tuesday, Farmer's Market from 3 to 7, right out here outside our front door of the chamber in North City on North City Drive. Have a great day, everyone.